0: hello and welcome to the Millennials millionaire podcast as always this is your host Paris Pierre Grant coming to you with everything financial and this episode is going to be all about goal setting and this will actually be my last recording of 2019 so let me go ahead and start off by saying thank you to everyone who's been listening we are here 82 episodes this year alone 82 episodes and for anybody who's listened from the very first one that I put out this year till now, I want to thank you. For anybody who joined in in the middle, I want to thank you. And anybody who, even if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for being part of the movement. This year has been really great and fruitful for me. And the reason why I'm doing this episode all about goal setting is because we're at the end of the year. We're starting a whole new decade. 2020 is almost upon us. And now is the time where we always talk about resolutions and what we're going to do and what we're going to change. But I think that this change is gonna, I think that this year is going to bring about more change than we've ever seen before. So here on the podcast, we're going to be talking all about goal setting from any different angle you can probably think about. The fundraiser is done. We were successfully able to raise almost $400 over $300, $380 something dollars if you want to be more specific about it. And that's all thanks to you guys. All you had to do was listen to the ads. You guys listened to the ads. It was 30 seconds. I guarantee you it was probably agonizing to listen to my voice. But I'm not talking about money. Uh, But you guys still did. And that money is now going towards Ronald McDonald House. So that this this past Christmas, they were able to have somewhere to sleep. New Year's, they'll have have somewhere to sleep. And they'll be able to continue doing what it is that they do. So I appreciate you guys. And I really thank you all. Anybody who tuned in. Anybody who listened. All my listeners, supporters every single one of you guys listening right now, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And that's not just for me, that's for them as well. So I will still be playing an ad just because I'm used to starting off the show like that, but you guys do not have to listen to it. This is the very first episode in a very long time that you guys have not had to listen to an ad. So I do not blame you if you wanna skip it. I think if you have an iPhone, you could just hit the like the fast forward button twice and you've already skipped the ad right there. I don't know what it's like on any other kind of phone. But right now, I'm going to go play a quick little ad. When I get right back into the show, we're going to be talking all about goal setting so that we can go into this new year keeping it 1 million. Thank you guys for tuning in. 2019 was a great year. Really and truly, I'm not even going to front. Coming from my own personal experience and just in general, the world really kind of flourished you know this year i was able to join junior achievement and teach financial literacy on a bigger scale than just on this podcast i joined the chamber of commerce you know i think community was a very big part of this year for me just being able to make new friends develop new connections and just become part of different social networks got a new job i finally worked in the financial industry which is really big deal for me because it kind of gives me more of a credibility when i speak now and i'm able to learn more and actually You know, I just have more knowledge about the actual field, so now when I give this information it's coming from a more educated place. I recorded 82 episodes, which is insane because you know I came from a time where if i from when I first started till now, before the 82, there was only like what like maybe six, seven. So for me that's pretty impressive. Uh I did well in school this semester. I went through I went through school three semesters of school, that was pretty cool. I finally started funding my IRA and the reason why i'm mentioning all of this by the way is because this is kind of like my video diary at this point so i look back and i'm like oh what was i like at the end of 2019 i'll be able to look back on it but now for you guys listening you might be saying to yourself paris we don't care why are you telling us about this like what like what is this podcast about really and it's about the importance of goal setting so it's not about me it's about you and whatever your goals are really depends I don't know who you are, and on one of my last shows, I talked about the fact that I can't really do anything for you. I can help, I can assist, I can coach, I can, you know, inspire, but I can't really do anything for you. So whatever your goals are, you're going to have to be the one that accomplishes them. And I think now is the best time. Obviously, I think the reason why we're so infatuated with New Year's resolutions is because it seems like a clean slate. It's just a really easy way to keep track. Most goals are actually, you know, set and accomplished on Mondays. Mondays is when we start our thing. I'm going to go through the weekend, do whatever. But on Monday, that's when I reset. That's when I do my thing. So I think of the new year changing as just one big Monday. So right here on the podcast, I'm going to be talking all about goal setting. And the reason why it's so important that I really thought I had to do an episode about it is just because there's no real progress without it. I don't think any of us would be as successful as we consider ourselves to be if we didn't set goals and benchmarks for ourselves to reach. So that's going to be the purpose of today's episode. So I just wanted to go kind of give a quick little background about like what I've, what I've accomplished, you know, because I care and I want you guys to see because I want to help inspire and empower you and also for my own self because I want to be able to look back on it. But um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with a quote before I get into the next segment of the show. And it's from Robert Gruden, who is an author of this book that I'm really into, that I really enjoyed reading. And in the book, he says, fast drivers can see no further than slow drivers, but they must look further down the road to time their reaction safely. Similarly, people with great projects afoot habitually look further and more clearly into the future than those who are mired in the day-to-day concerns. And... What this really means is that when you can set a goal, something that's far away from you, and you can anchor yourself to that, what happens, you know, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday doesn't really matter to you because you're not even thinking about this week. You're thinking about this month, you're thinking about this year, you're thinking about this lifetime. So when you can use so what I hope you guys gain from this episode is an ability to really think about your goals more seriously, more concretely, more practically. Because by setting these goals, you're gonna be able to take yourself a lot further and transcend yourself more than you ever thought you really could. Quick break, and we're gonna get right back into the show. Welcome back. So, I did some research, and in a recent study done by ISPOS, they found out that 38% of Americans have New Year's resolutions, which is a really low percentage, which I mean could be a good thing or a bad thing, doesn't matter, but less than half of us actually make New Year's resolutions. And within that, 20% of those are more than one, and 18% are focused on single objectives which I think is a pretty interesting take on it, and we're going to get back to that at a later point in the show. Of course, I'm going to include this study inside the bio, so if anybody wants to go check it out, make sure you click up inside there. But yeah, they regularly measure what the top resolutions are for the following year. So for 2020, the top three New Year's resolutions are to improve your financial situation, listen to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, two, eat healthier, three, exercise more. Health and wealth, really. So, where did all this come from? Where did we, when did we start caring about, when did we start caring about New Year's resolutions? Why are we doing this? Why is it a thing? Because, you know, we're already starting to plan out for 2020, and New Year's resolutions have been a thing for as long as I can remember. I don't know why, but it just was a thing. So, for the purpose of this episode, I've actually went ahead and I've done even more research. And it turns out that we can trace New Year's resolutions back to about 4,000 years ago with the ancient Babylonians. So they would celebrate this in mid-March, which kind of makes more sense to me, because if you think about the seasons, you know, after winter, there is spring. Spring seems like the time when like, we celebrate like new, newness, but it doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. Either way, they, that's when they uh, planted their crops, and they had this massive 12-day festival called Akitu. And during this festival, they either crowned a new king or they praised their existing king if they really liked them. They would promise to the gods to pay off their debts and to return anything that they had borrowed, and because they didn 't want to fall out of favor, they would follow through on these throughout the throughout the whole year until the next festival so this is kind of the origin story of new year 's resolutions. this is where it began so fast forward four thousand years, and here we are in two thousand and twenty about to start a whole new decade, which is so exciting by the way i don 't think anybody's really like thinking about like how amazing this is about to be, but now. You know, only thirty-eight percent of us have New Year's resolutions, right? It turns out among that percentage, twenty-five percent stay off for thirty days. Which means that by the beginning of February, seventy-five percent of the people who said that they have a New Year's resolution, whether privately or out loud, does not matter, they're gonna fall off. 75%. Three quarters. I can't think of any other way to kind of like put this like into mathematical terms. But That just means that like everyone's falling off only one-fourth of people actually stay on until february and among them and then among them only eight percent of people actually accomplish their new year's resolutions that means 92 percent of people by the end of by the end of next year or even by now i guess they're thinking about it have either forgotten given up fallen off doesn't matter you know their new year's resolutions have gone out to nothing which is really sad, actually. It's something that I think is a real problem. I'm not even just saying this for the sake of, like, dramatic effect. That, that, was, that pause wasn't just there because I forgot what to say. 92% of people who say, I'm going to do something this year, don't do it. Only 8%, of the, only 8% actually accomplish those. That's crazy to me. And with a lot of these things, you know, improving our financial situation, eating more, smoking less, doing any of these things, we know that it's a good idea to do them. We even somehow, we, like, we know, we know that it is a good idea. We know why it's a good idea. We even know how to actually accomplish it. But we still don't do it for some reason. 90, 92% of the time, we don't do it. I mean, these are statistics. I'm not coming up with this. So, the purpose of this episode is to make sure that anyone who's listening to this is not part of the 92%. I want you guys to be in the 8% group. And the reason why I mentioned my goals in the beginning of this episode was because I set goals for myself all the time as like as a measure just as a way it's like a ladder almost it's how I pull myself up I wouldn't know where to go if I didn't set goals and I think your mindset towards goals is plays such a big factor in it and the quote that I left you guys with at the beginning uh at the end you know right before this break was you know talking about the fact that having goals almost makes you better and then I think that it's almost wasted by the fact that only eight percent of people are actually accomplishing them so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna play a quick little ad right now and while the ad is playing whether i mean you guys can listen to the ad if you want i prefer that you did but if you, even if you if you don't though the alternative i want you to really think about goals that you've set have you followed through on your goals are you the kind of person who says i'm gonna go do this and then gets it done or are you the kind of person who says i'm gonna go do this and then finds a reason why you shouldn't go do it and it's not really that important actually, i actually really thought about it and it's actually better if i go do this <sighs> i really don't feel like it oh my god are you really bringing that up i don't care like, it's such a common thing that I'm so used to hearing, I'm so used to seeing, and I wish I wasn't. So I'm gonna play a quick little ad right now, and I want you guys to think about it. And when we get back, I'm gonna talk to you guys about how to be the kind of person who sets a goal, crushes your goal, so we can all be part of the 8%. You know what, actually, no, 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 not even. I don't want it to be 8%, I want the percentage to be bigger. I want more people making resolutions, and I want more people following through on them. So let's get that 38, let's get that, on, let's get that over the 50 mark. Let's get the 8%. Let's at least make it to double digits. Come on, we can do better than this, guys. So, all right, I'm going to play a quick little ad right now. We're going to get right back into the main part of the show. Thank you, guys. And we are back. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, and this episode is all about goal setting. For anybody who just went ahead and skipped all the way down through this part of the episode and somehow landed on this lucky, lucky spot, this episode is all about goal setting. New Year's coming up. We've got New Year's resolutions we're going to make, and I want to make sure that everybody crushes whatever their New Year's resolutions are. So before we get into this, I feel like I should mention that there's a lot of different types of goals. So I like to break it up into, I guess I want to say three different kinds. There's outcome goals, process goals, and performance goals. They all kind of run, I guess, along the same sort of theme. They all kind of tie into each other. But I think the way you think about your goal, knowing the right way to think about your goals will help you better, you know, articulate and accomplish them. Outcome goals, those are based on results. What, what do you want the outcome to be? I want to have red hair by the end of the year. That is the result. That is an outcome. It's like you wishing for a certain yeah you wishing for a certain outcome you have process goals behaviors so you know when it comes to you know losing weight or something i want to start going to the gym more i want to start eating out at healthier places i want to start eating out less these are behaviors this is something that you want to change about like how you interact in the world so result is the outcome you know outcome goals are the results process goals are the behaviors performance are your standards So this is kind of a more in-depth version of a process goal. So let's say for the sake of losing weight, your process goal is I'm going to start going to the gym. Right. Obviously, your outcome goal is you want to look better. You want to feel better. You want to lose however many pounds. The performance goal that lies underneath all of this is that is the standard. I'm going to go to the gym and work out using these machines doing this for this amount of time on this kind of daily schedule. What standards are you holding yourself to to accomplish these goals? So we have outcome goals, results, process goals, behaviors, performance goals, standards. I think knowing where your goal kind of fits into this helps to like helps you fill in the blanks for the other parts. If your outcome is to, you know, lose a certain amount of weight or to look a certain way, you have to look at what your process goals and what your process and performance goals are that are gonna kind of push you to having the results that you want. And vice versa. If you're saying I'm gonna start going to the gym three times a week, what's your outcome goal? What do you want like what do you want like to get out of this? And then what are you going to do when you get to the gym? That's the performance goal. So knowing just like little tweaks like this, just knowing how to think about your goals, I think can go a long way to helping you accomplish them. Another way to break it up is to short, medium, and long term. So obviously you know there's some things that you can't snap your fingers and change. I wish there were, but there's some things that just you just can't. It just, it just is what it is. And there's some things that you can change immediately right now if you wanted to. Like, for instance, uh, smoking. You can quit smoking cold turkey. If you didn't want to, if you didn't want to, you could just stop smoking right now. Obviously, it's, a lot, it's not as simple as that. You know, if it was, nobody would smoke if they didn't want to. But, you know, you have short-term goals. You have medium-term goals. So I, think, I like to think about like uh, getting through a semester as a medium term goal. It's not something I can do immediately. I can't just walk in and pass the class, but by being diligent throughout a semester, which is typically three months, a little bit longer, you know, but it's not, it's not short term, But it's not really long term either, medium term goals. Then we have long term goals that you won't even see the results until the actual end of this next year. So, you know, I think that knowing where your goal fits into this can help you maybe set up other goals, ancillary goals that will help you kind of push you forward. And it'll also help you kind of really believe, like, know what to expect out of a, out of a goal. If your goal is to do really well in school, you know that you can't just walk. You, you doing well on that one assignment, which is a short-term thing, isn't gonna really do anything, because if your long-term goal is to have a degree, it's gonna take a lot of short and medium terms. So, these are just a couple ways that I like to think about goals for the sake of breaking them up. I think that when you can think about what kind of goal it is, this is a medium, this is a medium-term process goal. You can fill in the blanks for all the other parts. So what's like, what's the purpose of this medium term goal? What's the long term version of this medium goal? And when you can kind of learn how to put them together and kind of connect the dots between the two and know which parts you're missing, it can really help you you know, find something and discover a different way to solve a problem or I mean accomplish a goal than you probably didn't even think about until then. So that's what I got on that part. So now this is something that I feel like a lot of people might have heard about. But, you know, maybe they kind of dismiss or write off as something corny. Something I should mention before I start getting into, you know, more in depth about like accomplishing goals is that it's a good idea to not stack on too many at once. You know, I think that with enough introspection, we can think of a lot of things that are wrong with us. A lot of things we'd like to change. A lot of things we'd like to do differently. A lot of things that we wish we were better at. A lot of things that we're bad at. You know, like it's easy to think about our flaws given enough time. But so, then I think when we start thinking about New Year's resolutions, we're like, I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get a new girlfriend. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to get a new place. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to get, we start, we start thinking about all the different things we can go change. And then I think the purpose of a goal isn't so much to change yourself as it is to transcend yourself, become a better version of the person you already are. So before I get into anything else, just always remember not to stack on too many goals. So, but when you do set, stack on any kind of goal, make sure it's a SMART goal. And that is not just me saying it to say it. SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-related. So this is something that, you know, I think gets tossed around a lot. I actually learned about this in one of my classes. Um, And I think it's, yeah, it's a really easy way to, easy, smart way to think about your goals. So it's an acronym SMART. The S is for specific. It's really easy to to make vague goals because they sound the best and it's like the easiest to kind of fall behind. I'm gonna lose weight this year. How much weight doing we, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not like, I think the more in depth the more specific you get about a goal, the more vivid you can paint that picture in your mind, the more likely it is you're going to accomplish that goal because you know what success looks like. If I say I want to run faster this year, I don't even know how fast I'm running right now. I don't know how fast I want to go. Like, there's no real thing. I just want to be faster. You know, there's no real way to measure that, which means it's not specific. It's not really painting a picture in my head. It's not really doing anything for me. It's just the thing that I'm saying. And for a long time, you know, I used to be that kind of person. I'm gonna be rich. What? What? What's that mean? What does rich mean? How much money do you want to have? What kind of lifestyle? Like, Be more specific, please, because rich to you might not be rich to me. So by being more specific, you're able to kind of create something more concrete for yourself. The M is for measurable. What kind of benchmark can you set pertaining to this goal? A lot of times, you know, especially like you know, like for the ones I just mentioned right now, if we talk about you know uh, losing weight, running faster, quitting smoking, making more money, there has to be some sort of way for you to measure, you know, your progress. How are you getting faster? How fast were you going before? How fast are you going now? How much faster is that, or how much slower is that? You know, how much were, How much did you weigh today? How much are you? Do you want to weigh? How much do you weigh? Like. By checking in and having these different ways to kind of keep you know track of your progress you're able to really see and reinforce good behaviors and get rid of bad behaviors so that's something that like yeah that's something that I especially when it comes to money because money is very measurable because money is math um, yeah, I think it's something that's very important that a lot of people really kind of forget that they don't really think of a way to really track it and by having a way to track it you know really empowers you to keep on making more of the good decisions that get you to that good place the A is for attainable. So, I don't want to tell anybody not to dream big. I don't want to tell anybody, like, you know, like, that they can't do something. But how attainable is your goal? Is that something that, like, you can do? As high as you want to jump, you're not you're not going to make it to the moon, man. I, I don't... I can't think of a human being who has that kind of strength. It's It's not really attainable. It's not something that you can really go and, like, grab onto. And I think that sometimes people make really big goals... And it's one of those things where it's a good and bad thing because you want to make goals that kind of motivate and scare you. Right. That's a good thing. But when you make a goal that's too big, it almost becomes like non-realistic, which is what the R stands for. Realistic goals. Knowing you push like think of your the way I always try to whenever I talk about this to anybody and I think about the concept of making a realistic goal. I say, what is the maximum you think you could do on like your best day? You're clear headed. Everything is great. Your best day. What do you think you can do? And let's say it's talking about like putting up weight let's say we're saying okay like on my best strongest like i feel great like my best outfit i feel good best music the best possible scenario i think i'm putting up about i'm benching about 200. i'm not talking about myself i could probably do a little bit more than that but i always say okay if it's 200 do more than that aim for higher than that even like you wanna be realistic, but you still wanna scare and motivate yourself. But I think having a realistic goal that you can really see yourself accomplishing is what really leads you to making goals that will push you. And because you're making, and just because you make a goal that might seem small now, you're gonna hit that goal and that's gonna become normal for you. You're gonna have to set another one and it'll keep on going like that. So I don't mind you falling off your New Year's resolutions if it means, if it's because you crushed it already and now you're already on to the next one. No, no, that's perfect for me. But I don't want you falling off just because you quit. And the T is for time-related. I think about time a lot, right? And I think that the same way measurements, you want to have it be time-related. You want to have it related to some sort of timetable. For any of you who have ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich, you know, he talks about declaring how much wealth you want to own and when you want to own it by. And part of the reason for this is because if you say, I want to be rich, I mean, at some point, I believe we can all be rich. I think that realistically living in America everyone can die a millionaire I don't like I definitely think everyone can become a millionaire within their lifetime here in America so I mean yeah but like you want to, you want that to happen when you're 30 40 50 60 let it be somewhat time related so you have something kind of going against you yes it might add some pressure but sometimes that pressure is what you need because if you say I want to lose 50 I want to lose 100 pounds before that wedding yeah now it's time related now okay one month two months so then we go back to measuring these benchmarks can be tracked to something else So that's it for SMART goals. Another way to accomplish your goals is to have accountability partners. And I recommend telling friends about it. Part of the reason why I have this podcast even is to keep me accountable. And the reason for this is when you have these kind of partners, you get feedback and accountability, which are both great and very conducive towards, you know, accomplishing your goals. You have somebody else who knows what it is you're trying to go do so that they can be looking at you from an objective stance, saying, hey, like, you still go to the gym? I haven't seen you for a little bit. Hey, Paris, like uh, you said, you're going to put out this episode of this amount of podcast. You've only put out a couple. Are you really going to be able to catch up? Like, and I say do it to somebody who, you know, your friends, you're close enough with that they can like be mean to you almost because you want to have that kind of honest perspective of like, yo, you're not doing what you said you were going to go do. Some people sometimes people they like say oh it's none of my business oh like you know if you give them the stop story they're gonna hear it you know you're gonna say oh man i'm so busy man it's finals i got school i got work i got family oh my god it's stressful right you tell it to most people You tell it to a coworker they say oh i get you man it's okay you tell it to like your best friend they're saying bro i don't care go do what you got to go do man obviously you want to have somebody who's supporting you but you want to have somebody who is close enough to you to almost be disconnected from you if that makes any sense Because it's only the people that you're really close with who are really going to tell you, like, I get it, you're going through some stuff, and I get it, it's hard, but I know you, and I know that you can still do this in spite of all of that, so why aren't you? So, definitely think having friends and having accountability partners is very, very important when it comes to setting goals. But most importantly, you have to hold yourself accountable. Which brings me to, I guess, not really my last tip. Well, I guess it is kind of my last tip. Writing down your goals. So... When you when you include writing as part of, like, you know, your goal setting or your goal accomplishment, you let something happen three times. It happens one time inside your head, happens one time on paper, and then it happens one time in real life. And, you know, like, you could say this with anything, really, but it's easy for us to think about in, in our heads, like, damn, like, I, w- I really want to be that baller. I really want to, like, look like that. I really want to, like, you know, like, have this amount of money. I really want to stop doing this, start doing that whatever your goals are, like I said in the beginning of the show, I can't tell you what your goals are. I can just tell you how to better accomplish them. But when you get it down on paper, you make it real. It's not something in your head anymore. You've, you know, it's become almost alive in a sense where it's like, now it's not just that thing you were thinking about. Like I have something I can point at and say like, this idea, it's real. It's right there. It's in my journal right now. And there's a certain kind of power that comes with it. And that power translates to being 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Make it as vivid as possible. Make it, like, paint that picture inside your head. And honestly, I think writing it in that process of actually writing it and having to articulate your thoughts, it'll help you really kind of think about, like, what your goals are and what your reasoning behind it is. I always say that there's no wealth without a why. And the reason why I say this is because I think that we can't really do anything great unless we have a reason to do so. So if you think about anybody who's ever done anything great in this lifetime, they didn't just do it because, hey, you no, know, that just felt like creating Amazon. I was bored. No, like you, ha- you have to want to make change. You have to have a passion for something. And I don't know what it is. And I really wish I did, because I want to talk to you and tell you, like, good, like, yes, I love hearing about people who have something that fires them up. Every time I meet somebody, I'm always asking them, like, what's like your thing? Like, what's your passion? Like, what's like, you know, what, what drives you? I think that it comes out the most when you're writing, and the reason why I'm getting so passionate, like emotional about this, is because I've seen it for my own self. Writing for me has been the single probably greatest thing for me in the sense of setting up goals, writing it, tracking it, just painting that picture, because now it was something real, it's something that's not just in my head. And because of it, I've been able to accomplish like almost, I won't say every goal I've set for myself, but most of the goals that I set for myself. Obviously, we're not perfect. Some of us are going to fall off. Some of us are. And it could be for actual, genuine, like real reasons. Sometimes the goal that we set, we might not even want it for ourselves and we might have discovered that. But I think that trying and trying to accomplish a goal in and of itself kind of resembles growth. And if writing isn't your thing, I definitely recommend vision boards. Uh, I'm more of a writer, I guess. But if you're somebody who's like, if you learn differently, I totally accept that. And I mess with it. Vision boards are another thing. So something else I want to leave you guys off with. And this is from Tim Ferriss. This is not from me. He came up with this concept called fear setting, which is instead of thinking about what drives you to like want to accomplish a goal, like instead of asking yourself, why do I want this thing? Or like, you know, it's instead saying, why is it that I've why haven't I done it already? So if you're saying, OK, I want to start going to the gym more instead of saying, OK, like what makes me want to go to the gym? Like, I want that better body. I want to look better. I want to be eat healthier. I want to be better for my kids. I want to live longer. It doesn't matter what it is. Instead of thinking about that, think about why you haven't gone already. Oh, I don't like being in public places. I'm embarrassed about my body. And when you start thinking about the fears that underlie the reason why you haven't taken that action, you can start using, like I just said, writing to discover what it is you can do to overcome that. Oh, I don't like being in crowds okay if i don't like being in crowds maybe i can go to the gym at a certain time when it's not that busy so that way i'm more likely to go and as my body like starts to look better and better i'll be be able to gain more confidence and go to the gym whenever i please it could be okay why haven't i saved the money because i'm scared of being broke when i really like you know when i'm out somewhere important okay so how can i how can i fix that um maybe always keeping a certain amount of money inside like my shoe or something but by using this fear setting method you're able to all, kind of paint the worst-case scenario and then already plan against it, which is something that when I found out, I was like, that's a really, really good idea. So I'm gonna go ahead and I know I've given you guys a lot to think about. So I'm gonna go ahead and play another quick ad. You guys could even just pause the show if you wanted. I don't know how many of you guys actually do that, but you know, go ahead, take some time, absorb this information, really think about like what I put out there for you and how it applies to your goals. I'm playing one more quick ad and when I get back, I'm gonna go finish out the show. I'm gonna to talk to you guys about like a couple more things reg- regarding goals, but I just really hope that you guys really listen and like you know taking this episode, it's a Saturday that I'm dropping this. So you know if you're not doing anything today, you can go ahead use this weekend to really kind of like write down your goals and use these plans to really make concrete goals so that by the time that 31st comes around, you guys are already ready. it's game time. We're at the, we're at the starting line. we're ready to run. So I'm gonna go ahead and play a quick little ad. I'll be right back. Thank you guys for listening. That is more or less the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really genuinely appreciate your all the support I've gotten this year. Um, you know, we got 83 episodes now after this one's out. So it's been a pretty productive year. And I'm glad that, you know, you guys haven't gotten bored of my voice yet. I've gotten other people coming on the show now. So that's exciting. I got a lot of big plans. I talked about that on my episode before the last one. But yeah, it really does make me genuinely happy, and I want to make sure that this episode was probably like the one I'm the most hyped on, the one I want to talk about the most. No matter what your goal is, always remember that the journey is the most important part. That's why I say like, by trying something in and of itself is already a virtue. So I want to share with you guys my goals and in my way of keeping myself accountable, and I consider all of you guys my friends. So if any of you guys see me falling off on any of these, if you guys say, hey, you haven't really mentioned this in the show, you haven't done that parents are really staying up on this or anybody who's connected with me on linkedin anybody who knows me personally i want to use this as my chance to really declare what it is i want to get out of this new year so my goals are based on my three pillars of happiness which are health wealth and relationships on the health front i want to be more consistent with my gym time right i go i'm pretty sporadic with it i want to be a lot more consistent with it and i want to drink lots more water i definitely want to drink more water and be more on top of my fasting because i started fasting recently. But it's hard and sometimes I break my fast early and I want to be more diligent and disciplined with that. On the wealth side, I want to max out my IRA for 2019 and 2020. I want to get my first credit card. I've never had a credit card before. I do want to get my first one and which ties into the longer term, which is I want to get a better credit score in general. So the credit card is just a part of that. I want on for the relationship side, you know, I guess, like I said, I consider all of you guys my friends. So this is my way of connecting with all of you. I want to have more interviews. I want to have more episodes. So I've been putting out episodes on a pretty consistent basis, but I started around in March. I'm going to go throughout the whole year this time. I want to hit 100 episodes this upcoming year and I want to make sure I have more interviews. i to bring more people on the show for you guys to listen to. So podcasts are starting to gain more traction now. So I'm starting to have more people who want to be on. So for anybody listening, just know that it's not just going to be me all the time. I want to have a lot more guests on the show. I want to be a lot more consistent with the contact that I have with my friends. I don't want to let school and work and, you know, all these other things that I'm doing get in the way of me connecting with people who, you know, like who I see every single day, like friends, family, people who I care about, significant others. I don't have one, but, you know, things like that. Um, Some goals for you guys, if anybody was ever wondering, like, you know, what kind of goals can I set for myself? Sometimes people don't even know what they can really do. Sometimes, like, setting goals is a little bit awkward. I would say, you know, maybe start budgeting. You can maybe start your emergency fund. Um, Improving your credit score is something that I really think a lot more people should get better at. Because it's it's my weakest point. So if it's weak for me and I'm like the finance guy, I can't imagine what it's like for other people. But honestly, it could be the other way around where like everyone else has amazing credit and I'm just the odd man out. Who knows? Um, I mean, or just increasing the amount of money that you make this year. That's a a big goal in and of itself. Um, And then another one I think you guys should really make is... um, damn what is it oh yeah listen to more episodes of the millennial to millionaire podcast and make sure that you subscribe leave ratings reviews and make sure that they're honest and make sure that you tell your friends thank you guys so much for listening like i said this is my last recording of this year so you guys be safe have a happy new year um you know 2020 is coming around the corner i can see it so clearly i told myself i'd make a pun this is the millennial to millionaire podcast my name is paris grant and here we don't keep it 100 we keep it one million. Thank you guys and happy new year. Woo!